and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone is having a great week this week. Uh, we are deep into December 2023, um, so getting ready for <clears throat> plans for next year. I've got a few gigs booked in already, um, a little run of dates through March, which is cool. Um, as of today, I'm recording, although this will be coming out in a couple of weeks' time. I'm going to go and pick up a new instrument this afternoon um a couple of these gigs i'm playing next year are gigs i'm playing on bass so i'm buying a hofner hofner violin bass which i know is controversial not everyone is a big fan of the hofner violin basses but i've kind of always wanted one it's something i've been kind of looking at on and off i don't know what it is maybe it's because i'm left-handed maybe it's because i'm a huge paul mccartney fan um maybe it's that i've been listening a lot actually to paul mccartney recently um that album run devil run i don't know if any of you know it but it was one of the ones that i remember my dad when i was uh, growing up had a huge huge collection of music and um that was one of the albums that i can vividly remember like going to his massive music cupboard and picking out and you know running upstairs with and hiding in my room for god knows how long but it's a it's a great album it's a really really cool kind of covers of 50s stuff on there so, uh, yeah, deep into December, though, getting ready for the holiday season. Um, I hope everyone is um, is happy and healthy out there, preparing for Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever it is you celebrate. And, um, yeah, let's get into something uh, a little bit old school for today. So we've been doing a bunch of uh, lessons recently, kind of on the more, I say the more modern end of blues, but I'm talking like 1950s. Um, but we've been covering some B.B. King, we've been covering Eric Clapton, Rolling Stones, Beatles, so a lot of that kind of electric blues stuff. And we're going to stay in that kind of vein. I'm staying very much in that in that era today. We're going to be covering um, Smokestack Lightning, which, of course, made most famous um, the version by Howlin' Wolf. So this this is a real kind of classic guitar riff. It's a really cool example of a one riff kind of song. You can play the whole song just using this one riff. It never really changes chords. It's often a precursor to um, when I teach a lot of hill country blues. When I'm taking you through hill country blues stuff or I take my students through it, I often teach things like Baby Please Don't Go and Smokestack Lightning because these are kind of uh, like proto hill country, if you like, you know, this is kind of what came before. Obviously, um, a lot of the hill country stuff took off in later in the sixties and things, but it's this kind of idea of this hypnotic kind of repetitive rhythm that we have in blues music that I think is really cool. And there's loads to explore with this. It's also another great song that you can hear so many cool versions of this one. Um, and there's a lot you can do. It's all based around this E minor pentatonic. So we're going to look through the scale that we're using, the two positions that this uh, this track typically uses, and then we're going to talk through the riff itself. But we are, of course, coming up to the end of the year, which means that for my guys on the subscription membership program, we are hitting kind of lesson, uh, I think, 40 or something at the end of this year, which is great. We've got weekly lessons for 40 weeks. We're getting pretty close to having weekly lessons for a year on that program, which is awesome. The program is remaining for 2024 the same price so it won't be going up in price it's just five dollars a month and you you get a lesson each week another podcast lesson that comes out on a friday those ones that you see in your feed that are locked along with tabs to play along with now we've covered a bunch of stuff on that so far throughout this year but next year we've got big big plans we're going to go cover loads of extra stuff we're going to basically get you really to grips with that fretboard um because that's one of the things that guitarists really struggle with when they're trying to learn guitar is they they struggle with the idea of unlocking the fretboard and i know it sounds kind of 
uh, a bit cliche to talk about unlocking the fretboard, but it is one of the most powerful things you can do when you're playing guitar is really just get to grips with that and learn that. And I was listening to a um, an interview with Scott Scott Devine from Scott's Bass Lessons um, a couple of weeks back, and he talks about when he started learning classical guitar, um, he was told not to use geometric shapes on the neck to picture to picture the fretboard and he found it really really difficult because he's you know somebody from a sort of artistic background who finds it much easier to picture things using geometric shapes and I'm very similar I've always used not just geometric shapes because I like to use the shapes and then uh, explain the shapes using intervals so you need to learn the shape and then learn what the intervals in the shape are and that will that for me is the key to completely unlocking the fretboard um, obviously we've got two extra strings than he has so harder for us right <laughs> Um, but I think, uh, the guys that are on my subscription program or anyone that has private lessons with me, um, you'll all know that I have these systems where we go through for fretboard recognition, where we work vertically and horizontally. And I think that stuff is, is really, really key. Now, uh, all my waffling aside, <clears throat> let's get on with, uh, learning smokestack lightning. So I'm going to talk you through, uh, the four parts I'm going to call it of this riff. First part sounds like this. Oh, we're going to do this in two ways. The first way being just the melody part with the bass player effectively playing the bass line. And the second way is going to be when we play the bass line too, right? So I'm going to play you through the second way. So first riff. Now, if you remember way back, I did a lesson on Boom Boom by John Lee Hooker. It's incredibly similar to that, uh, both in style, in tone. It's that real kind of uh, 1950s Hubert Sumlin kind of style of playing. Um, so let me first talk you through the melody. Then we're going to look at how we can add this kind of thumping bass line to it. So there's four parts to it, like I said, but they are very, very similar. So the first part, we're going to start on string one and we're going to go open three. And we're going to bend that three slightly. Then we go on to the third string with our second finger and we're going to slide from three to four and then hit three underneath. So with notes we're playing E, G. Then we're going to slide from this B flat to a B, then hit a D. And then we're going to slide down from four to two and then open and then resolve onto the E on the fourth string fret two. So. Okay, so. And then from there, we just go open D back to an E. So. Now that four to two slide is really quick. Bend, slide, slide down. So there's a couple of little parts in there. There's the bend on the three. There's the quick slide up from three to four. But we do definitely want two notes, so it's... Then the slide from four down to two, we almost don't want two notes. We just want straight down. That's part one. Second part, uh, again, all these start with a rest. So that one was rest. 
then rest. Open E followed by that D, fret three on string two. And then the rest of it's exactly the same. And then from there, so let's do, let's do those first two together. We go one beat rest. It's a one, two, so ready? One, two, three, four, one. Third time round, it's the same as the first time, but instead of just going zero, three, we're going to harmonize that three using a little double stop. We're going to use fret three on the first string and fret two on the second, giving us that nice dissonant sound there, uh, the tritone. And again, a little bend. And then the second part and the fourth part are exactly the same. Okay, so all together, first part, one, two, three, four, rest. Second part. Third. Fourth. Now you can play the song like that. And you can play along with it. And you can play with someone else and they can be chugging on a nice E chord there. But if you want to try and add that in so you're doing your own accompaniment, we're playing self-accompaniment um, guitar, we need to try and see if we can add in that thumping E. Now this can be a little bit tricky to get your head around and get your fingers around, but it's a really worthwhile thing to stick with because so many songs become available to us if we can just get this technique down with our picking hand. So we're going to start with, I'll talk you through the, the pattern with my picking hand because we know what we need to do with our fretting hand already. So we're going to go open six string. That's our one beat. Okay, we're going to play quarter notes with our thumbs. We go one and then we play string six and one together. And then six and one together again for the three. And then back to six. Now, if you're um, only starting to sort of have a go at finger picking, just you can just try something as simple as that little phrase there, that one bar. So we go six, six and one, six and one, six. And just try and get that thumb as constant as possible. So you're not even really thinking about it. Okay, so that's the first bar. And then this bit's tricky. So what we're going to do. So it's kind of syncopated, which means we're going to go six, six and one, six and one, six. And then we go... We're doing that slide from three to four, and it's when you hit the four, we need to actually play the six. So that's a really tricky movement. So we go slide, we hit um, the third string, and then six, second string. So. And then this part is nice and easy because we're just going to play the third string and sixth string together. And that's third strings going down from four to two. 
And then the last bit there on the fourth string 202, when we play two is when we're playing that open sixth string as well. Okay, so the tricky bit is the... Okay, is that that's the really tricky one. Hopefully you can hear that coming through on the mic okay. That's another part you can just sit and woodshed that. And it happens in every single round of this uh, of this song, so you need to get really adept at doing that. It's one of those things that even I struggle with this now sometimes. If you think about what you're doing, it will throw you off. It's one of those things you need to just keep playing, woodshed it, and try and play on feel rather than like trying to think about where, where your fingers go. Because as soon as you start thinking, it all falls apart. Um, finger picking is very much like that. So we start from the very beginning. We're going to play nice and slow. One, two, three, four. just try and keep that as going as as consistently as you can you want to get that to be like an absolute metronomic pulse and if you need to sit there with a metronome then by all means do it um it's a great way to practice i usually tell my students that if you can um i think it's better to practice with a drum beat on something like youtube just type in drum beat backing track or four four drum beat chicago shuffle or something like that because i think when you're firstly when you're playing live you, you tend to play with a drummer um, nobody plays along with a metronome live um or not not audibly to the audience they don't um but also there's a there's feel elements that go into this like music didn't always used to be this metronomic um if you listen to a lot of old blues particularly you know some of it's some of it's in 4/4 some of it's not some of it's you know um 120 beats per minute and then it goes faster and slower and you know music isn't supposed to be this kind of metronomic electronic feel um thing so if you can try and at least get a recording um of somebody playing drums a live drummer which you can find on youtube pretty easily just type in drum backing track and then whatever tempo you want to try and play at um you'll find there are elements in that that's going to change the way you play it's going to help your groove it's going to help you sit in the pocket with the drummer which means kind of sitting between the kick drum and the snare in that really satisfying way that gives you that kind of groove that you just don't get from a metronome it's just for me it's just not the same um but i know some people swear by it and they love using metronomes and that's that's absolutely fine but Students of mine, I usually tell them, try and find a drummer if you can, or um, be your own metronome. You know, record yourself doing the into a um, loop pedal, and then play along with that. Because even that, and it's going to have more groove than a electronic metronome will have. So. We didn't talk about the scales that are in this song, though, so let's cover that very quickly just before we sign off for this week's lesson. So the um, it's obviously all in the E minor pentatonic. It's positions one and two, so we're starting with this open E to G, A, B, D, E. So if I talk you down uh, the strings, that's zero, three, zero, two, 
zero two zero two zero three zero. Notice that I'm starting and ending on the zeros instead of going to that three. That's one of those things where I think about when you're thinking about the fretboard, you need to think of the scale starting and ending on an E rather than just going up to the G because that's where the pattern that you've learned kind of ends. You know, that G is, you know, it, it is in the scale and it's absolutely fine to use. But if you think about the scale that we're using being the E minor scale, you want to make sure that you're starting and ending on, on E. Certainly for position one. Position two, we're going to start with our second finger on fret three for G. We're going to go three, five, two, five, two, five, two, four, three, five, three. And again, end on the note we start on. great week everybody next week we are covering get back by the beatles because on my instagram at blues guitar show podcast go over and follow me on there if you are on instagram um i've often been where i started to put up polls of what songs you want covered um the options for next week were johnny be good by chuck berry versus get back by the beatles get back was the winner so that's the one we're going to do i'm going to keep trying to do those to make sure that i am teaching the things that you guys are most interested in learning so head over to instagram at blues guitar show podcast give me a follow and you can make your voice heard all right have a great week everybody and i'll catch you next time Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.